Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drive Talk. My name is James and this is a podcast where every day on my short commute to work I drive and I talk. How are you guys doing today? Um, I'm doing good. I, uh, I had my Remicade appointment yesterday which is uh, a drug that I take for my Crohn's disease and um, it kind of knocks me out a little bit. Like, I, after I have it, I'm usually pretty tired. Um, but once I get a good night's sleep um, in the morning, I'm usually fine. So it's, uh, it's a bit of a drag having to do that for every, I think it's eight weeks. Um, but it's a small inconvenience that... Um, allows me to live a relatively normal life. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever really chatted too in-depth um, about my Crohn's stuff, but um, I know for some people, like, it's uh, it's quite a serious thing, um, quite life-changing. Thankfully for me, um, if I steer clear of some foods, um, I seem to be okay. Um, there are a few things I've now discovered that I can't really eat anymore. Um, one is um, popcorn, um, which is tough because whenever I go to a movie, I love to basically um, fill myself up with popcorn, but every time I do that, um, I pay the price for it after. And. Uh, the other thing was, um, like, any kind of, like, uh, caffeinated drinks seem to really have a hard um, effect on me, um, which isn't a bad thing, because you probably shouldn't be drinking that kind of stuff. The only thing that I can drink, and um, I've been cutting down on it anyways, is uh, ginger ale. Um, that seems to be the one kind of fizzy carbonated drink that I can um, consume without, you know, having any, uh, major repercussions for it, so, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty blessed to, um, to have this disease, but not have it kind of affect my life in too much, so, the drugs, um, it's a little bit of an inconvenience to go, um, I usually work while I get my treatment, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that bad. Um, so the thing that I wanted to chat today, which was kind of the big news item that, um, I think everyone was kind of talking about was, uh, Michael Cohen's, uh, kind of, uh, testimony in front of the, uh, American, uh, Congress, or is it Congress, or government, the official people that kind of uh, run the show, um, and I mean, if you've been living under a rock, Michael Cohen was Trump's lawyer, um, also known as a fixer, who um, basically took care of legal matters that uh, maybe people, um, or Trump, didn't want people to kind of know, um, one being paying off a adult, uh, film star 
um, to keep quiet about an affair that he had with her, uh, which is now public, and uh, it's crazy that um, I watched kind of pieces of it yesterday, and the thing that kind of blew me away was uh, the only kind of thing that they could really say kind of in opposition of Michael Cohen was that um, while you lied about all these things in the past, so um, why would you be telling the truth now? We can't believe you because you are found out to be a liar, so basically anything you say makes is must be a liar, right? Um, and the other thing that they, um, the Republicans kept on throwing on was that um, you're only serving three years, and then once those three years have done, you're going to get movie and book deals, and this hearing is only helping you raise your kind of celebrity. Um, I don't think that hearing really, um, like, I think people that knew about him, um, he wasn't very well hidden in the news, um, especially after he got arrested, so I don't think that hearing kind of, like, boosted his celebrity in any way. Um, I think it was just an opportunity to really ask some questions about, hey, you worked with the president, um, paint a picture of what he's like behind closed doors, and some of the stuff that he painted, um, I mean, none of it was really news to me, like, it's all stuff that I had my suspicions about, like, is he really racist, and, uh, it turns out that he spoke pretty negatively about black people, which, I mean, there's a lot of evidence to kind of support that from the way he's treated, um, certain people, um, yeah, it's not like none of it was really a secret, it just kind of reconfirms all the things that we already knew, um, but it was just coming from someone that has worked with him for 10 plus years, and, uh, I think, like, yes, he's a shady person, I think he's done a lot of shady things, um, I think that, uh, what else does he really have to gain at this point? Like, even serving three years of jail time, um, I mean, that's, that sucks, right? Like, he's a family person, um, like, any time away from my family would just kind of kill me, but, I mean, he must have known those things, or the consequences, um, before he kind of, uh, did the things that he did, but, um, yeah, it just seems like whatever information comes out, like, the people that follow Trump and stand behind him, just, like, they're, they've gone full tilt, like, I don't think there's anything, I think even if they had evident, like, concrete evidence that he was colluding with Russia, and he was a terrible person, and, like, like, whatever it was, 
they would still kind of ride or die um, behind their man Trump. So um, at this point, I don't think any piece of evidence or testimony is really going to convince anyone else of changing their mind. So um, it's exhausting trying to follow this stuff, but um, I just hope this man goes away so we don't have to talk about him anymore and we can kind of get back to a sense of uh, normalcy. Um, And I don't really care if it's um, a Republican or Democrat. I just think his... Hearing about him all the time is just exhausting, and uh, one day this is going to go away, and uh, I can't wait for that day. But there you have it. Um, I hope you guys have a good day, and we'll chat to you again tomorrow.